What would you little maniacs like to do first? A sure thing, no questions asked, no no strings attached, no guilt involved. A sure, sure thing. You were a 15-year-old boy. Would these turn you on? She's gotten her boobies. Oh, <laughs> I'd better go get my magnified glass. Who is the next muchacha for Carmela? Crafts at your age. <laughs> Young people, they're not what they used to be in my... Don't worry about it. The boys in the locker room always turned me on. Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the bravado. That's right, that's right, we're bad, huh? <laughs> the bosses. You're a sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical bigot. So I have a few faults, who doesn't? Is that any reason to kill me? And the beverages. I'm a little slow today, I just switched to Sanka, so have a heart. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Are you ready for the sex? It is I, your host for Stuck in the 80s, Steve Spears, with Mr. Giggles here, Sean Daly. It is I, Sean Daly, <laughs> pop music critic from the St. Petersburg Times. I hate my intros. I hate my intros You do? Week, but that was kind of deep. I was like, did I sound more masculine you did. and sexy? You did. That, that uh, hormone therapy is really paying off. <laughs> I, have, I have one question for you. Are you ready for the sex, Sean? <laughs> yeah, with the grin oh, on your that, face. Yeah, you're not wearing pants. <laughs> the whole thing just created a weird vibe. I am ready for the sex. I am ready for the sex. This is going to be a, a very uh, hot show, but I think I, you know, I'm going to start off with a little bit of honesty. I want to get us all on the same level. Well, let's bit. tell everyone what the show's about. Oh, sorry, before they think figure. it's about. Uh, this is our special coming of age uh, <laughs> episode of Stuck in the Eighties. You said We're, coming. <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, the movies of the 80s that reflect coming of age, the uh, the losing of our innocence, per se. You know, some the, people uh, might think that every week we talk about that. <laughs> yes, we do. And but now the whole show is about it. Yeah, we're gonna I'm really about excited it. about this one. I'm really yeah. excited about that. I am. I am. And, and let me tell you why I'm so excited. Because yesterday, maybe not so excited, but today excited because last night, talking about my own losing my innocence here, and then we're going to talk about yours. Have you lost your innocence yet? Um <laughs> I'm watching Entertainment Tonight, okay? And we do this at home. We don't watch news shows. We're like really, you know, the, in, in the daily home with the forever fiance, which we'll get to that in a little bit. But um, and, and on Entertainment Tonight, they have this thing about the Dynasty reunion. The Dynasty reunion. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah. What was Dynasty? Like 81, 82? Right. I was just a weed lad, maybe like you know, 10, 11. And uh, they had Pamela Sue Martin on. You remember Sweet. her? Oh, Pamela yeah. Sue Martin. She also played Nancy Drew. Producer, do you remember that? Uh, and I gotta be honest with you, she played Fallon on Dynasty, and she was a bad girl, and she'd like sleep around and, you like and, the bad and smoke girls. pot and like tease the boys. But when I was ten or eleven, you know, nothing was really happening, you know, in my garanimals, as, as we'll say, you know. <laughs> but all of a sudden, I'm watching this Dynasty with my show, and Fallon's on, and she, I remember she was by a fountain. My eyes are watering just telling the story. Um, <laughs> And I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's going on down here? <laughs> Fallon's making me feel funny. And so, you know, and I, you know, I kind of went to bed that night, or went to bed, and, and, you know, something, you know, 
something kind of happened. You know, I Fallon became I youth. became a man like Fallon. You know, it's like you know, and I don't think I came out of my room for like three weeks after that. <laughs> you know, but uh, seeing Pamela Sue Martin again, really, I was like, hee hee hee. I was like, you know, it was it was really weird. Do you remember her, Fallon? Not really. But I, 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 I can't never get too graphic show. here. I mean, if if we were on serious radio, I could, <laughs> but I can't. But I remember that night; it was kind of terrifying. Uh, for some oh, yeah. bizarre reasons, oh, yeah. but also kind of nice. But but seeing Fallon again, and then today here we are. It just happens that you know that was me. Like wow, you know. And then all of a sudden that opened the door for a, a world of wonderment. Steve, <laughs> who was your who was the, the woman that first kind of made you uh, made you uh, feel funny inside? Yeah, you know what? This is sad because did I you told- wear granules? By the way, those were the ones where the um, tops and bottoms matched. Was that what granules were? Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you matched up, it would help kids match up clothes, like, because you'd have tiger bottoms right, okay. and then tiger tops I think that was and stuff after like my that. time. But, uh, the, uh, you know, I'm on the record already with who my first, uh, love was, and that was Kristen McNichol. Oh, and that is just so, a beautiful imagine, segue. I'm, I know. God, this, well, imagine, this so imagine a crushing defeat when you find out that the woman who made you a man, you know, is, you what, know, what are you she's not heterosexual. She's not? She's, she's not. I forget what episode did, we talked about. Did that. she make you feel funny inside? Do uh, because of our first movie that we're going to mention, our oh, first sweet. coming of age, definitely. Little what, darlings, little darlings, nineteen eighty. Who are the two male leads in that? It was Chrissy Matt McNichol Dillon. and and Matt Dillon. And can you remember the other one? I believe it was Armand Desante. You're kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, little darlings, yeah. Um, I was always more of a, a Tatum O'Neill fan than a Christy McNichol. I'm, I'm surprised because you really like them uh, loose. <laughs> what are you talking about? You like them dirty and, and skanky. And uh, Tatum was kind of like, ooh, she was, you know, she was more wizened. And Christy McNichol, oh, wait, wait, no, Christy McNichol was the wizened one, wasn't she? Yeah, I think Tatum O'Neill was the innocent one. I, I like the ones that have like the little... Yeah, the smart ass. <laughs> There's just no way to say this in a podcast. Just say it. No, this whole like podcast ones, is going like to be the ones, yeah, I like, and bloops. I like them naughty. I like, like them naughty, naughty, and I like them uh, mischievous. That's a good word. Mischievous. And the so. fact you said it the first time, smooth, right. that's good. Yeah. But Little Darlings was Very that. I like, you know who I liked in Little Darlings was the, the, the actually the, 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 the sidekick to Tatum and Christy Michael was the, the brunette. She kind of looked like Sarah Silverman a little bit, and she had lipstick, and she was really a naughty girl, and she was rich. She knew how to French kiss. Ah, uh, yeah, French so, kiss. You know what? The show's pretty much over. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that uh, I love that. But little darlings, yes, yes. And then I, I see we have a, a another. I'm looking at our list here. Private lessons. Now, you know was, was that with Sylvia Crystal, Emmanuel? Private lessons. Oh yeah, oh yeah. God, she was the one we see now. So much uh, three o'clock in the morning on Showtime. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember Emmanuel in space. And this is also around the same time that I got cable. My 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 budding, you know, manhood. <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately, it's still budding. But um, uh, but Sylvia Crystal, like the Emanuels, was what you'd stay up till four in the morning to right. see on, on oh, yeah. Cinemax. Yeah, you, you know? still do, right? Yeah, and then they have all like the black Emanuel and like Emanuel in space. Have you seen the new one, Emanuel in space? Yep, yep, with Krista Allen who dates George Clooney. Sweet. Yeah. No, actually, you have. You're right. You have Sylvia Crystal, Howard Hessman is in there. <laughs> Yeah. Really? Ed, Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> oh wow! I'm not Star studded. It's great. It's uh, it's 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 one in a long line of movies from the '80s. It's all about older women seducing younger men. Which and then she was also you try in, that stunt today and, <laughs> and and then three years later she was in My Tutor, right? It so, wasn't yeah, wasn't that I, the same exact premise. There, there's about ten movies in the '80s that are all the same exact premise. Um, even losing it with um, oh, Tom God. Cruise and Shelley Long. Shelley Long is like I that. know. Uh, I mean, if you were going to lose it, would you want to lose it to Shelley Long? 
Nah, I mean, I guess I kind of had a thing for her on Cheers, the whole Sam and Diane thing, you know? Yeah. But she was not, nah, she was just so prim and proper. Yeah. But I guess yeah. if you're 15 years old and the, did you, let me ask you this, because this is a good time to ask this question. When you were young, did you feel the pressure to go ahead and get it over with? I mean, did you feel like... Oh, my God. It's like an albatross around your neck, losing the big V. Were you, you like, know? the last of your friends to do no, it? No, I, I want to say I was the first of my friends yeah. to do it. Same here. Same um, here. You know. See, I had no pressure because nobody I know had done it. And then once I did it, all it was it was like a daily press conference. After that, yeah, I was at the, like you the know, first friend. To answer questions. I was at like the first friend. I, I I continued to you know at, at first when you're the first friend to do everything at school, like the first one to French kiss, the first one to go to third base, the first one to you know knock a homer. But then now I'm like the first one to like file for unemployment. <laughs> first, you know, first one to lose a you know, yeah. uh, you first know. one to get divorced, first, first one, one to, to, uh, to you know get go really, into get really fat. addiction. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, now. Now it's not so cool anymore, but uh, but yeah. Oh my god! When you're a kid, I mean, I remember the kiss is what bothered. You know, I was like, God, I gotta kiss somebody here. You know, because you'd practice yeah. on your fingers or on the pillow or on the mirror know, on your cousin, and uh, <laughs> it was just. But you know, you just my really, cousin or your yeah. cousin? <laughs> you have a picture uh, of your cousin, uh, uh, and you just wanted to like, yeah, to to, to get it over. But uh, but yeah, what, what was more traumatic to you? Was it having sex the first time? You're like Doctor Ruth today? I am. Are you writing through like uh, Kinsey? Are you writing this stuff down? <laughs> yeah. All right, go what, was ahead. More, what was more traumatic? The uh, first love, first sex, first kiss. You mean traumatic after the fact or before? Uh, e- either or. Or both. First. Or none. You know, some might say I'm still trying to find my first oh, love. Oh, geez. no, no. I'm just kidding. My uh, fur fiance. No, no, no. More, more traumatic. Uh, boy, you're really serious today. You're very. Uh, uh, I'm going to snap out of it here. Uh, probably the sex. Probably first sex. I don't know. I, you know, leading up to it, you know, because sex is like there's, you know, kissing. It's you. Sex. There's to me. There's like God, there's so many kissing, different parts. Kissing is like once you, you know, once you're done like, with that, you know, it's like, you're like high five, high five, high yeah. five, and then after sex and love, it's just crying mainly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the yeah the sex is like you're like a, you're like a, you're like Spielberg, you know you gotta like do all sorts of different you know you gotta right. squeeze these and do this <laughs> right. and keep working. It just seemed like a lot of work to me. Yeah, <laughs> probably explains a lot. But um, uh, but yeah, but no, I used to get uh, going back to Sylvia Crystal. Yeah, I mean I used to look. Remember, and cable would come with those little books. The little oh yeah, the and little tiny book for the N or the the brief nudity, and you'd be like, yeah, nice. And I've told the story before, and then I'm like, ooh, what's this? A Clockwork Orange, dirty sexual situations. Then we're staying up till three in the morning, like, woohoo, a Clockwork. What? The heck? <laughs> <laughs> and just being traumatized. Yeah, and, you yeah. don't want to base your sexual yeah. and then being uh, education for the next uh, sixteen years. So every time Beethoven's Ninth down. comes on, you're like, <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah. So. Um, you want to hear you know. some music to help clean your palate? <laughs> yeah, I do. Do you feel the need to? Let's. Uh, We're let's, really working blue today. I'm so sorry. No, I was sorry. so good the, the, the shows before this, and I'm really feeling naughty. I'm okay. sorry. I'm very giddy. <laughs> okay, let's see. Go ahead, play some let's, music. Let's cue up some music, Maestro. Sticky sweet romance And she makes you wanna scream Wishing you could get inside her pants So you fantasize away While you're squeezing her You thought you heard her saying Good girls don't Good girls don't But she'd be telling you Good girls don't But 
fantastisch. <laughs> you love the knack, don't you? I do love the knack. I love that song. I love. Um, this reminds me of another question. I swear I won't ask any more questions after this. Lie, lie. I like your questions. Do you? you like your, I questions? like your probing. Do you, the first girl that you ever uh, that you lost your innocence with, good girl or bad girl? Oh God, that is such a loaded, incredibly loaded question. Why? She was a good girl. In the body of a bad girl. <laughs> she no, she was a really, really nice girl, but she was um she was a- advanced. This wasn't both our first times. So I was like, you know. No, 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 no. This should have been your first time. That's what I'm saying. The first I mean th- I mean this was my first time, but it wasn't her first oh, okay. time. Okay. Yeah. You know, she had um been to a few classes <laughs> before me. She so she knew what she was she doing. Had received she was, some I think certification. She had, repu- she had a reputation and then she kinda egged it on, but she was very I mean, she was a uh, you know, she's a beautiful woman and you know, but uh, I'm kind of hemming and hawing. That's really a good That's one. That's good. I've never seen you turn but she a particular was like, color. She was a cheerleader, too. Blonde. Nice. Um, uh, attractive. But, yeah, she kind of, you know, her whole persona was like, you know, and I kind of responded to that. Nice. Very good. Yeah. But Thank then, yeah. yeah. I've, I've actually quieted Sean. Look yeah, at him. He's like, he's really like, have. He's gone into the silent contemplative mode here. I don't <laughs> even know. I, this is something uh, I'm not used the to. The thing about uh, the, the knack, actually, with... Um, was it Good Girls Don't and My Sharona? I got a kick out of it. Um, you know, My Sharona about the underage, but you know them celebrating an underage girl. Is that what that's about? But it was funny when they had a list of uh, of George Bush's iPod, George W. Bush's uh, what was on his iPod, and it was all this like Lee Greenwood and stuff like that. But then like yeah. the knack, My Sharona was on there, was? and so people just jumped on this. I guarantee it's not on there anymore. <laughs> you know, but it was like songs from the Run too, so that was kind of funny. But yeah. Um, the Knack. What do you think of The Knack? I love their two songs, but you know, beyond them. Do they have another hit? No. no. That's it. Poor right. We're done with the We're done with The Knack. Let me, let me bring up something else. How two, about you? You're first. Was she a good girl or bad, bad girl? Bad girl. Bad girl. Smoked. Oh, yeah, my girl smoked. She was older. See, I have a real thing. It's Fallon. It all goes back to Fallon on <laughs> Dynasty, because the frat scene that got me all titillated, Fallon was smoking a joint. And so now the whole, like, God, it's all making sense, Steve. You're brilliant. I get turned on by smoking chicks. <laughs> Somebody should go over the website for that. Email, I'm pretty email sure there me. is. <laughs> you have to pay $9 a month. This is great. This is really therapeutic. Yeah. No, it was, she was a bad girl. She smoked. She was older than me. She wasn't going to go to college. Drank. Oh, man. The, you we know what drink. I like is when a girl would have, like, smoky, boozy breath. <laughs> God, I really have issues. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like kind of like looking at their papers. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> I give, here, let me let me bring up two movies. What's your favorite movie? Okay, talking early '80s now about the whole loss of virginity thing. And I'm 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 gonna guarantee you that my answer is not the same as yours. Um. Yeah, I know because I know what your favorite movie is about that. Uh, did Patrick Dempsey lose his virginity to Amanda Peterson in Can't Buy Me Love? I think she had already no, lost because, hers. No, because she uh, he he does it with her friend. Remember, the girl who's given more rides than Greyhound. Oh yeah, according to the that's quote. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so God, you are amazing for quotes. You I'm like the Rain Man of '80s movies. Everybody you knows are. that. So uh, uh, losing your Virginia, my favorite. You know, I'll probably say Fast Times. But you know, we've already talked about Fast Times. So I'm going to say this is really it says a lot about me. But I do like Porky's. You like Porky's and Risky Business is good too. But God, that almost seems like you know we're talking about these. Also rounds, but uh, let's go with Porky's. There's, a, there's, bit. there's a couple weird trends in, in some of these movies, and, and you touched on one of them because Porky's has it, and so does my favorite movie, which is Last American Virgin. Oh, you know what it is? I, I, I was trying to blog about it the other day, but there's no easy way to write it and get your point across. But what 
the the fascination of these movies with with guys measuring their uh, units. Yeah. What is that? Have Did you, you ever measured? No. Have you, you've measured? No. Ah, you totally have measured. Are you kidding me? No. Why? No. Everywhere. You know, I, no, no. Look, yeah, he's I, having no. on. I'm, can my you voice get any higher? No. too much. No, I've never done it. You've done it? I've measured. <laughs> I've measured. But you know what? I'm not really sure about where you start measuring. When I measure, I jam the ruler into my stomach to <laughs> yeah, get a couple like, extra inches. Coming you know? out the other side. You know? yeah. <laughs> 24 inches. Holy crap. We're talking about measuring our nose, and then right? the other thing, the other thing that these that some you of these totally movies measured. Up, no, I swear. You guys ever curious? No. Oh, really? It's sad. You no. didn't want. To, you didn't want the bad news. No. Nah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Let's just say that uh, I envy Howard Stern's. <laughs> but uh, uh, both Fast Times at Ridgemont High and both Last American Virgin include these really traumatic, horrifying, nightmarish scenes involving girls going to the abortion clinic. Oh God. Yeah, Have you thought right. about that? When I was a kid, ha- oh, that's right. And, and Last American Virgin is Gary the main character. Does he? Is that what you're talking? Does, right. Does no, in Last American Virgin, Karen gets pregnant by by his friend, and then right. Gary pays for her abortion, and then she goes back to him, and right. then Gary drives off to the sound of James yeah. Ingram's just once. You want to hear that? I do because I, 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 we've talked about this before. It cracks me up that the producers are, were they going for a hip soundtrack, and then they're like, "It's a great soundtrack." It's a, it's, it, it is a great soundtrack, but isn't like James Ingram this like soulful R and B song? Isn't right. that kind of like the odd song out? It is an odd song out, you know. But it's but forever it, associated with this movie. It's a great song. Let's hear that. Cue the strings, Mighty Maestro. I did my best, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. Cause here we are back where we were before. Seems nothing ever changes. Back to being strangers Wondering if we ought to stay Or head on out the door Just once Can we figure out I, I want to cry right now Yeah, I do too Poor I love Gary. that song I actually have James Ingram's greatest hits That shows you how cool I am This is really We're going to look back on this podcast And be like, oh, Sean I want to hear In fact, I love this movie so much Everyone it, it, it's it's now available on DVD. It came out on DVD last year. I think I was the first one to buy it. Did they have a uh, director's commentary or a cast oh, commentary? Right. All those guys, all those guys, actors in Last American Virgin are so busy right now. They probably couldn't get them all together. No, that's at once. not true. I mean, uh, they're they're out there doing stuff. <laughs> You're so defensive. What you got stock options in this? <laughs> yes, I do. As a matter of fact, um, what's his name? The guy who plays Gary is uh, Lawrence Monison. He's he's he does a lot of TV now. <laughs> So full of it. My God, last night, and I don't know if anyone want, watches House out there, uh, but the kid from The Last Starfighter was on the House uh, episode last night. He's like 400 Alex pounds Rogan. now. Yeah, he's like 400 pounds now. It was, and I'm like, but I was trying to explain to my family, I'm like, Last Starfighter, and that's about, that's coming of age in the... <laughs> in the fight for uh, inner, inner <laughs> but anyway, um, go, You want to play a clip from Last American Virgin? Yeah. I want to hear that clip. Okay, here we go. She's been getting on my nerves. She's pregnant, you creep. So what? She's not the first. Yeah, but you were. Have you forgotten me? The first? Oh, forget it, buddy. What are you trying to say? I'm saying that I'm probably not the only guy that ever screwed her. Take that Ah, uh, poor Gary. I mean, uh, here, you know, this is the scene, of course, where, you know, he finally confronts his friend Rick because Rick knocked up, uh, his, you know his his dream girl, and uh, 
it's it's scary. I mean, it's, it, that's the whole, and then that triggers the whole abortion thing. Which I was, is, you know, after the, I, I really was, I'm a worrier by nature. I worry a lot, you know, and I was terrified by, and my friends and I would have the dumbest conversations, like yeah, about getting, you know, we were all, you know, paranoid about getting girls pregnant, right? But even before we all first started having sex, you know, and then you'd be like, well, we were kind of making out, and I, you know, uh, right. something happened, but we had our jeans on. Can she get pregnant? You know, and then the other guys, <laughs> oh yeah, man, she's knocked up. <laughs> she's you know, gone, yeah. and I think it was because you know, I went to, I went to, you know, I'm sure a lot of kids worry about getting kid, you know. Uh, you know, getting pregnant and stuff, but we were all like strivers. So there was like it was this town where everyone was trying to get into the best colleges, and like the yeah. worst thing that could happen was like your oh yeah your life not going according to how your parents wanted it. You know, not to bring the to bring the show down, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it, it was terrifying. And you know, I always bust on Last American Virgin, but that last scene of Gary driving away to this ridiculous right. James Ingram song, and he's crying in the credits roll. I mean. It's kind of a gutsy way to end like it's a, a feel good teen comedy. It's it's, it's, it's about the, the goofiest name for a movie you can come up with because you, you think oh, I'm going to watch this movie. It's just going to be total cut up. Yeah, and it's not. It's actually for the most part, it's got a lot of really realistic scenes about sex, and then it's got the whole issue of abortion. Which, yeah, I was the same way as you when I was a kid. I think my my dad's one piece of advice was, whatever you do, do not bring a, someone home and say she's pregnant, Dad. I mean, that was like his. Yeah, his set of guiding advice to me. So I mean, I, that was like you know, I could fail class, I could not get into college, but that would all be okay. But if I bring home a pregnant girl, I was. Yeah. No. No. I mean, my mom would. You know, my mom would. Yeah, she always says, you know, if, I'm going to send you to bad boys school. <laughs> I was like, she, basically from the time I was Sounds ten until 36, she's like, if you do that, I'm sending you to bad boys school, and somehow it worked on me. But let's. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's you know, same year though, another great movie comes out, and there's nothing serious about this movie at all. I know it's your one of your favorites. It's Porky's. Porky's, and I wanted to ask you what the name of that actress was in Last American Virgin. Diane Franklin. And she was Karen. That was her name. That was Karen. God, she was, and she was also in another. Oh, she was in. Correct me if I'm wrong. She was in Better Off Dead, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, she oh, was that's beautiful. A classic. Yeah, that's you love a, that movie. Yeah, I do. Everyone loves that. I do. We'll do a whole yeah. podcast on that one. Yeah. Um, but but she was good. And, but she reminded me a bit. She was like a nicer version of uh, the character Wendy Williams, played by Khaki Hunter, I believe, in Porky's. Sweet. Remember? And of didn't course. she have a. Uh, did she have a nickname in that? They're really, you know. She dated Tommy Turner. Cherry. Was it? No, no, was no it? Cherry Forever is that awful uh, when they go out. To, what did they name her? Um, Why don't you do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, blog us or something like that. Email us. But uh, I love. I bet you liked her because you like them dirty. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. What's your but favorite? No, I what's, love your, what's your favorite scene from Porky's? My favorite scene from Porky's. Well, let's just set up Porky's a little bit because when we, you know, I was 12 years old when Porky's came out, and um, you know, a couple of like the kids, the cool kids at school, had already seen it. You know, I remember the commercials were all about, you'll never believe what's in Porky's, you know? Right. And it's like, oh, what's in there? What's in there, you know? <laughs> Do they have a pinball machine? Yeah, and then, I mean, it was brilliant marketing. It's all the soda because, you can drink. And it's like, oh, your parents took you to see Porky's? I mean, there was no way my parents were taking me to see Porky's, you right. know? I, I had gone to R-rated movies. Like I saw Stripes and all that stuff with yeah. the boobies. But, you know, there's no way with Porky's. But then when you finally see it, I get, you know, the, the, it's probably obvious, but the, the shower scene is funny. And I love Kim Cattrall as... Uh, Lassie, right? Yeah. And up in the uh, the way they built that movie is all these little 
It's, it's actually it's a fun a, movie. It's a scene of. It's just a movie full of a bunch of little funny skits. But funny the skits, but skits that silly. I mean, for a young boy, you're like, oh, the shower room and like you know the the, the hot gym teacher. Not that a lot of people had hot gym yeah. teachers, but then uh, you know, and then what was in Porky's like you know beer and naked ladies. I mean, that's just yeah. about a kid's fantasy. That's great. Let's play the lassie scene. I know yeah, it's, it's, it's probably this is probably Kim Cattrall. I know she's beautiful too. Here we go. Why do they? Why do they? Call you Lassie. Yeah, the first yeah. time, when I, first time I saw that movie, you know, I thought it was funny, but when they hit that scene, I, I don't. I mean, I I don't think I could breathe for like two minutes afterwards. Yeah. And it's so funny again talking about like all the trailers for it. They're like, you'll never believe. You know, they they it really set wasn't up that like raunchy. they set up like it was Caligula. You know, like yeah. it was going to be like or like a porn movie. And in right. fact, it's it's you know it's it's, it's pretty not innocent. The, really not that much nudity in there. I mean, granted, it's all about I'm sex. To think. My nudity no, yeah, no, there's not. There's not. Trust me. I just watched it the other but day. But yeah, Wendy Williams, Khaki Hunter. I'd like to find out what Khaki Hunter's doing now. We should have her on the podcast. <laughs> In but person. She was, uh, how many other Porkies were there? Three, four? I think there was three total. The next day is about. I think next Porky's day involves the next a, day, abortion, and then doesn't it's, it? Uh, next, day, uh, uh, next day involves something that's kind of serious. Cause, I mean, check me if I'm wrong, but. Back then, you could have a teen sex comedy and, and have an abortion scene in there. Today, I don't think you could do that. I mean, you look at movies today that involve been, sex, and you never... What are the it, teen sex comedies? I mean, 80s were today, the teen sex yeah. comedy decade. But you just couldn't get away today with having an abortion scene in the middle of a teen sex comedy. I mean, people would go crazy. I mean, they would shut down the... F- I, mean, no, I mean, they would get picketed. Isn't that weird? I know. We were much more liberal in the 80s, which was, of course... About certain things. About certain things than we are today. Yeah. Go figure. Anyway, so we're moving on. There's another great one. Well, Risky Business we've talked about. In a whole, a whole podcast. Rebecca De Mornay, yeah. Rebecca De Mornay. Would you have ever considered? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> Would you? I'm not going to even ask that question. Ask the question. Come on. The best thing about this there's, podcast. There's, are there's the at questions. least three or four movies here that all involve guys losing their virginity to a prostitute, and it happens in Last American Virgin, and it happens again in Risky Business. Do you, you know that Risky Business was 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 very influential on me? You know. Uh, but uh, I have never, I can honestly say, I've never considered calling up a, yeah. a prostitute. I know, but there was nothing about that scene where I'm like, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. hmm. Yeah. But do you think though that you, I, I, as a teenager, I considered having sex with Rebecca De Mornay? I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's something I, I took very seriously. But there's, <laughs> yeah. I never like searched the one ads. Now. She's probably one of the most underrated sex icons of the '80s. Yeah, she got some yes bad no. work. Yeah, I know. I say, but after that, what'd she do after that? I she remember she did that horrible movie with the baseball player. Oh, I like that movie, The it's Slugger's hor- Wife, with Michael O'Keefe. I love that. I want to get it on DVD. Oh, man. I no, you don't. If that's on DVD, then I qu- I'm going to quit watching movies. Cause <laughs> no, I like that movie, The Slugger's I, now Wife. Now, granted, I'll watch it every time it's on cable. But then again, you know, I watch anything when it's on cable. You know, I sit there and watch 12 Hours of the West Wing, you know, just, just because I can. No, Slugger's Wife is good. Slugger's Wife. Tell me another great one. I'll tell you another great okay, one. So, can I throw out three, uh, two other ones? Go. They're not necessarily coming of age, but these are like that. We've talked about this. These The 80s teen movies that... You know, 
kind of just under the radar. They're probably in the, you know, they're kind of bigger on cable than they were in the movies. But the movie Firstborn, did you do any research in that movie, Firstborn? No, no. I bet a lot of listeners right now remember Firstborn. I forget, I think Peter Weller was in it and Terry Garr, but they played the older. And it was about a kid whose mom was single and she started dating a bad guy and he was on the lacrosse team. You don't remember that? No. Check it out. First born. It's really, really good. And also, um, Making the Grade. We talked about this with a young Judd Nelson and a comedian named Dana Olson. And Judd Nelson plays like a bad kid who goes to like a private school. No, it's classic, classic comedy. Exchange students. La Bovia. Check it out. You'll love it. But I just wanted to throw those out there. Let's cue up Apropos some music. Of nothing. <laughs> you got me off with the music? Yeah, I'm it's like me the off Oscars. The music. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I want to cue up some cool in the gang. <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's a perfectly good segue. <laughs> Here we go. Cool in the gang song. What are you doing? I'm sorry. I was panicking. <laughs> All this talk about sex, and it's just this All right, you're right. three guys right. sitting in a close room here. <laughs> I'm Somebody gonna... turned off the air conditioner 30 minutes ago. You know, I didn't want to. All right, all right. And one to... more, and you have it on your list. Well, we'll go back to the movies. Private School for Girls, which starred Phoebe Cates, who did not get naked in that, but uh, one of my loyal bloggers named Guy is a huge fan of Private School for Girls. I believe he had the soundtrack and he had the videotape and he probably has a DVD and it stars a woman named Betsy Russell. Do you remember her? No. Betsy Russell and she appears nude on horseback. So if you're, <laughs> for you cinephiles uh, out there, check that out. Did you see my recent blog item, by the way, where I talked about... No. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes, you did. I know you read my blog item. I read yours today, by the way, about uh, I saw you put that, songs yeah. to sleep to. I'm like, okay, great. I'm, I'm with you, buddy. The uh, I recently blogged about... Oh, I have to add something to that songs to sleep to. Uh, your Asia podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Check it out, everybody. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Let's bring it back around. Okay. I, I We blogged about this last week. And you can always check out our blogs. Both Sean and I have our blogs at blogs.tampabay.com. But uh, I named what I thought were the top five coming-of-age films. And we had Porky's at number five, Can't Buy Me Love, which you've already mentioned, Vision Quest, which, which is a great one because you got Matthew Modine. I keep wanting to say Matthew Broderick, but it's Matthew Modine um, in his first role. As the wrestler. It was going to be Broderick, but he doesn't look very good at a unitard. No. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say unitard. He would just get his ass I want to say Contardi. Contardi. A little shout-out for you. <laughs> Fast Times Richmond High and Last American Virgin. But uh, what was number one? Virgin. Virgin. But that was that was your ranking. That's that my ranking. Was that people were? No, uh, people weren't too happy with it. People were. Uh, that's why people were shooting in with um, say anything and losing it with Tom Cruise and uh, Private Lessons. Little Darlings got a lot of votes. So, but alas, you know that's why I have a blog and they don't. Christy McNichol. That is weird. Yeah, I got mocked for that big time on a previous podcast. Go call up the Ferris Bueller podcast if you want to hear the humiliation firsthand. It's because uh, Gina outs Christy McNichol, right? Oh yeah, so would, oh, you yeah. never knew that no. she was. I don't have a list somewhere in my drawer. That I'm like, <laughs> okay to lust after, not okay to lust after. But uh, anyway, there's a lot. There's a lot of great movies from the uh, the eighties that were all about this topic, and for some reason, they all kind of just sort of tail off at the end of the eighties. And, it, and it's no, it's only now where you're starting to see this pop up again with the forty year old virgin. 
and the American Pie movies. So now you suddenly have all this like uh, the American Pie movies. That's that's smart. You sort of have all these resurgence of the uh, losing your virginity movies again. And so uh, the nineties, they kind of t- petered out in the nineties. Yeah, and, now and then all of a sudden, then American Pie, everyone was like, you know, and that was sold the same way Porky's was sold in a way like you'll never believe what right. he does to a pie. Yeah, and then and that was pretty tame too. But everyone that that was so novel, but it was essentially just you know, yeah. just an homage to all these eighties movies. Yeah, I mean, if you look at uh, American Pie and Euro Trip and uh, Last American, uh, not Last American, Forty Year Old Virgin. You oh, suddenly right. have this. Everyone's rediscovering Virgin movies again. What can you say? Would you say Forty uh, Year Old Virgin was that the reason that was so popular is because people remembered. You know, it's it, it, it was targeted to an audience that remembers going to see Little Darlings and Porsches. Yeah, and well, because I mean, times. everyone everyone that's in that movie is the same age as us for the most part, right? So it is sort of like a uh, you know, well, you. No, <laughs> no. I mean, he's forty, but everyone else is younger. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think it's the same. It's the same audience because it's it's you know older people. I don't think. I mean, I'm sure kids love that movie too, but it's not it's not a teen sex comedy. You remind me of Paul Rudd a little bit. In what I don't know way? Why. I don't know. In do. what way? Yeah, I don't know. You do a little bit, but um... <laughs> ah, Saved by the Bell, <laughs> the mystical music of uh, Name That Eighties Tune. You love this contest, don't you, Sean? I do, I do love it. And one it. of these weeks you're actually going to win it. I think I know last week's song. No, you don't. Because I've changed it. <laughs> no, it's, you do. <laughs> All right. Okay, here, anyway, here's, here's how it works. Uh, name that 80s tune. We're going to play. We always play a little piece of a song. You name it, the song title, along with the artist, and then you uh, could possibly win a TBT baseball cap. And they're pretty cool. So anyway, here is last week's tunage. Aha! You think is that the one you think you know? Yeah, and they have a new group out called Devo 2.0. Oh, so you do get it. What is it? Name it. uh, Satisfaction by Devo. Right. Almost everybody got this one right. And uh, And Kintardi. He Kintardi got it right. But Kintardi doesn't doesn't get two hats. If you've already won a hat, shouldn't there be like a prize ladder? Eventually, the next thing is like you know. It's not a state fair, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) You can trade in your hat for uh, Steve Spears' uh, thong. Yeah. Yeah, or. Pair of worn out boxer shorts. <laughs> I can taste it. I brought it. some of that water over there. <laughs> mm, sweaty. <laughs> anyway, so uh, it was Satisfaction by uh, Devo. And we only had one person who, we had about 10 people get it right. But the person who, uh, the new person who got it right this week was Colin Williams from Tokyo, Japan. God, Tokyo, Japan. You wouldn't believe how many international entries we get. We've gotten winners in. Canada, Tokyo, Denmark, England. If only we could get our own country then, yeah. listening. Oh, <laughs> uh, too lame for the U.S. Yeah. Or too cool for the U.S. Anyway, are you ready for this week's song? Yeah, let me hear it. Here we go. Ready? Cue it. Ah, trickier. Yeah, Do you I think can't, you know it? I have like uh, three guesses, yeah. and they're all wrong. <laughs> okay, let's play it one more time. Ah, so there it is. The mystery song for the week. If you know the name of the song and the artist, email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com, and you have a chance to win a baseball cap. Um, you know who's going to win this week? Who? Six from New York City. Our ah, buddy. our good friend from New York. I love Six. I love when she's come to my blog a lot now. Right. And she's really, uh, yeah, she's great. She loves she's me great... more. And she left us a call this she week, does. actually. She did leave us a call. Here's, uh, as always, we always welcome our readers to give us a call. Check out our blog at, at uh, blogs.tampabay.com, and you'll see the number. And you can call toll-free and leave us a message, and we'll play it on can the show. Can people talk about anything? Yeah. Can they talk dirty? Sure. 
can they? All right, you cool. should see all the ones of people talk to her. I don't play them on the air. Really? I burn them onto my iPod and take them home and stay up late at night going, <laughs> shut her. All right. Let's hear from Six. You don't like I that love, visual? I love Six. Come on. Here we go. Hey, how you doing? This is Six from New York. I was just listening to your uh, most recent podcast about Asia, the group Asia, and um, I just wanted to say I wasn't really a big Asia fan. I was more into the new wave stuff, but I really loved Steve Howe. I thought he was a great guitar player. Still is. Uh, Coincidentally, I did like another song that came out in the 80s that was entitled When the Heart Rules the Mind, which came from another 80s supergroup named GTR, which had something in common with Asia, uh, which was the fact that Steve Howe, who played guitar in Asia, also played guitar in GTR. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that because I thought it was relevant to your Asia podcast. Um, and that's it. So I'll be listening in and um, love you guys and be be good. Bye. Ah, congratulations, Six. I think you're the only one who listened to the entire 50 <laughs> minutes of our Asia podcast last I, week. I love Six. I love, and she's been coming to my blog a lot, too, and she's, she's great at that. She's fantastic. What do you think her favorite coming-of-age movie is? I'm going to go with... Bolero with, with Bo Derek. <laughs> oh, we gotta do a Bo, uh, Bo Derek. Uh, uh, when was the? Didn't she do another one too? Ten. You talking about ten? Ten was seventies. Late seventies. But what else did she do in the eighties? Didn't she do the Tarzan, the Ape Man one? God, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I like that Bo Derek. She's um, no. You know what? I bet I'm gonna say six. Tell us what your favorite coming of age movie is. But I'm gonna bet. That's Weird Science. Ah, Weird Science. What a classic. Not not my favorite John Hughes movie, but it does have that great song as everything works out at the end of the movie. They cue up the public, uh, general public song that we all love so much. And let's just end it with I the think after today. such a course... Yeah, uh, we, mean. Need, we need to end with a little tenderness today. Yeah, and I, you know, I talked about measuring myself. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think we need something really yeah. pure and G-rated. So let's do that. And until then, enjoy the tunes. We will remain here firmly stuck in the 80s. See you later, everybody. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the online departments of the St. Petersburg Times and TBT. The weekly podcast is engineered by Mr. Dave Morrison. Special thanks to David Peterkowski for our show opener. If you'd like to blog us, please do. Our blog address is www.tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And remember, you can subscribe to the show at iTunes. Let's be really loose. Loosey-goosey. Loosey-goosey. Okay, I got that.